On today's episode of Intuitive Business with Seeking Wilder, we speak to Stephanie Gordon, an award-winning coach who takes her clients' businesses from startup to six figures within six months. Today, we speak to how Stephanie's placements support her in using community within her business and creating community, why it's so important to not do things when you don't feel like doing them, and how the people around us influence where our business is going. I hope you enjoy this deep dive into the essence of Stephanie Gorton. Hello and welcome, my loves. Today we have the incredible Steph Gordon. I have the absolute pleasure and honor to be not only one of her close friends, but in her container. She is the CEO of Brave Endeavors, the founder of the Purpose and Profit Mindset. She is pretty much one of the biggest cheerleaders. If she is in your life, she will pump you up and hype you up. Hello, Steph. Hi. Thank you for having me, my love. I really appreciate um, the honor of being asked to be here today. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. I knew that as soon as I had this idea of this podcast that I needed to get you on because you have been such a cheerleader for me throughout the many stages that my business has taken place and throughout me finding my path and working in more alignment with my astrological chart. And I also know that this is something that you're interested in and passionate about having had a business birth chart reading by me before. Yeah, totally. And um, it's, I, I, I've, I tell people all the time, like I'm kind of on this cusp of like being super powerful, super strong, super strategy driven, like business courage, but like with really strong ties to the woo world. I call it the woo world, um, but I love it all. I love, I love the astrology. I, I just, I love like the connection. I love being able to, I think it gives me that permission to be able to go inwards and gives me almost like a chart to be able to chart what's happening in my heart and soul um, and not just to rely on the external world to, to guide me. So I'm such a fan of what you do. Yes, I love that so much. So you're Midheaven and Midheaven, we look to for our career line, where our career is headed. If you could reach for that sun, that is where you would be going. And yours is in Gemini. So it's really highlighting community and communication communication is big and for anyone that has been around you knows that you can just draw in the room (laughs) with everything that you say you just pull that focus in a good way because you always speak from the heart so I'd love you to speak on how you realize that that was a superpower of yours and how you implement that into your business do you know what it's so funny that you say it's a superpower because only probably I got asked maybe a week and a half or two weeks ago on a Instagram live that I was doing with a client and she said what's your superpower and that was the first time that I acknowledged that my superpower was community actually and I don't think I've ever really acknowledged that that was something that I was really good at before and and it's funny because I've been interviewed for a lot of articles and stuff which I'm so grateful for but they always ask like what makes you different and I haven't really been able to vocalize it like you know I'm strategy driven um, you know I, I, we get shit done you know we we're very fast paced we get results fast but every business coach does that right and so I've been really struggling to articulate it and um, it only really dawned on me very recently that very recently that community was my superpower and I think that um, I, I didn't I didn't know that I knew that I was incredible I knew from a young age that connection and communication was something that I was very good at. I knew that people naturally and and people listening are going to resonate with this. They're going to understand 
you know, as a child, people wanted to tell me their secrets. People, people, you know, that that's how it starts, isn't it? Like people come to you for advice or guidance, you know, what they should do in the playground or so-and-so is bullying me or, you know, whatever. And I was always that kind of go-to for those people. And so, you know, so it's something that I've had my whole life is this ability to be able to, I think, listen first and foremost and, and really hear, not just hear what's being said, but to see and to witness what's actually being uh, displayed as well, which is so important because I think, you know, communication is not just about the words that come out of your mouth, but also the way that A, you deliver them, the tone, all of that stuff, but also the way that you're expressing the body language. And I think it's what makes me such an incredible coach is because people can say, yeah, I feel really good about that. But I can see that that's not what's actually going on in their world. Or I can see that that's not actually resonating with them in their physical form. And so, you know, I'm able to push down and get a little bit deeper and, and help them to understand how by moving that and, and changing that or changing that block, we're able to soar, you know? And so communication has definitely been always a superpower of mine, but community is quite new. Uh, and the, to, to be in my awareness, I would say. Um, but I've had two businesses and in both businesses, we've created community and the communities that I've created have been so powerful that it's almost shocked me. And, and the first time I did it with my first business, I was like, it's an accident. You know, I just sort of thought imposter syndrome 101, you know, it's an accident. It's, you know, it's not, you didn't do this. They did it, you know, but having done it a second time, I'm like, no, this is definitely something that you're really good at. So it's something that I have to, I'm learning to nurture and really fully um, dive into the, the dynamics of community and start to understand how I can further, you know, utilize leverage and, and support those containers and, and make them even better. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And something that is really like, that beautiful synchronicity with your business's birth chart, the midheaven is in Aquarius, which is also about community and groups and aspirations and goals um, and having those sort of big, bigger picture ideas, bigger picture goals. And I think that's something that um, as a business owner and especially as a coach that you do, it's like you help people to dream bigger and follow their goals and be like, okay, how can you make that happen? Also, Aquarius is connected to the internet. So it's definitely not lost in me either that a lot of your coaching, well, pretty much all of it is done through the internet and using different technologies. So I'd love you to speak on because your previous business was more in person. Mm. Now this business, it's more using that technology, still creating that community, but creating it through technology. So how have you found the difference now shifting? Yeah, I think that, so my first business for anyone listening was um, an events-based business. So it was in person and we did we did workshops um, and called in beautiful women who were looking for self-care, uh, which was so beautiful. And, and we ran them really often and really regularly. Um, whereas obviously now I'm a business coach. And so we focus more on, you know, business strategy and, um, and up-leveling and it's all online. So um, I think that the difference was hard initially. Like at first, when I first started business coaching, I was doing a lot of one-on-one in person just because I kind of craved it and I kind of missed it. Um, now it almost is impossible to get me out of my house. <laughs> um, I really love the reclusive nature of being able to shut my laptop and stop working and rejoin my life. And I think that that is something that is, you know, I'm so lucky to be able to do. And, and I, I didn't, you know, even leaving my day job, it was that freedom that I was craving, uh, craving it and that freedom of time and energy that I wanted. And the minute that my coaching calls are over, you know, I'm able to shut my laptop and, and reconnect straight away instantly with my home, with my safe space, with my 
partner with our dog, you know, and and really uh, it's very easy for me to transition into into being, you know, feminine flow Steph versus strategy Steph, you know. So I really love that. It's not fast paced. It gets to be very much in my own time, um, which I love. But in terms of creating community online, I found it so much easier than creating community in person. I feel like online people just maybe are a little bit more able to be vulnerable. Maybe they're not feeling as witnessed. Um, But it's like, I think there's that whole thing when you go to an event, you almost kind of show up with your mask on. Um, And, you know, everybody, I think, goes through that process of turning up to events and feeling like they have to be somebody or they have to pretend everything's okay. And I think when you show up on like a Zoom call or an online community, you're in the comfort of your own home. You are sometimes in your pajamas. Like we have women jumping on our calls that are breastfeeding or, you know, whatever, their babies are homesick with them or, and so you're very much catching people in their, in their real raw state. And so because of that, you know, the, I think the foundation of great community is built on that ability to be vulnerable and to, and to uh, use that community and its vulnerability to grow together. Mm, that's so beautiful again I I love how this is just flowing um your business is a Taurus rising which is connected to that home and it's about bringing it back to the home which is interesting because your personal chart is an Aries rising so Aries starts off the astrological cycle and they're the pioneers they're the entrepreneurs they're like yep let's break new ground which is the energy that you bring into life it's like yep always something new let's go we're motivated we're being a leader we're lifting up we're doing it in ways we've never been done before but then your business is like yep cool you can bring that energy into me but also within the safety of my own home within the safety of being surrounded by the things that make me feel really connected connected to my senses connected to my desires connected to what's important to me which I just love. I find that happens like now that you mention it, you know, I'm very driven, a very driven person, as you know, um, very ambitious, very go-getter, very, um, you know, like to be a pioneer, like to think forward. But my business needs to be, she's a lot more cautious and she's a lot more, not cautious, she's just a little bit more slow and she's a little bit more passion mission focused and so it's really cool to be able to and i don't know we've spoken about it before but for the benefit of everyone listening it's really be able, it's really beautiful to be able to almost step into a character to show up for my business because it forces me to think about you know what's important to not just her the business herself as she's a her um but to you know that business has created this community and that's what this community also needs and so stepping into almost like the being of service and the needing of community so I would love to you like I've got a thousand projects that I would love to work on as Steph Gordon Steph Gordon wants to work on you know she wants to create a podcast and she wants to run three more courses and she wants to create online programs and she wants to move fast and she wants to do it now but my business needs space and so I am able to like really settle into that and to um, and to, it's it's kind of causing me a lot more balance in my life. And it's forcing me to be a lot more balanced, which is so beautiful. And I, the reason I love having the business astrology chart as well, because uh, it really helps me to just find that beautiful balance between always hustling and slowing down and letting things integrate really nicely. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. I love that so much. And how have you found throughout your life different careers that you've had, not only your own, being somebody who will have that idea, have that spark and want to go for it. And then coming up against people being like, well, that's not how it's done. It's never been, it's never been done that way before. And you still having that trust in yourself to be like, I'm doing it this way anyway. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that it's really happened in a career because I'd say that up until probably 27, I was pretty conditioned by life and I was pretty conditioned to do what I was told. 
Um, although I rebelled against it, but I would still eventually do what was told. But I would just make my point known and then I would continue doing what was told. Um, so it was never, I would never, you know, just bend over and take it. It would definitely be something that I would have to, you know, uh, fight for, but I would always end up submitting anyway. But I do think, you know, throughout, especially my last job before I had my business, I was, I always found myself fighting for people's, other people's rights or other people's injustices. That was something that I was really big on. It wasn't, I wasn't so faced about the work that we did, like whatever, we worked for a supermarket company, you know, but if people in the office were being mistreated or if leadership wasn't serving us, I was really vocal about what could be changed, but it's really hard to make change in big corporations. So I felt really deflated and defeated by that. But to speak to the example you asked, when I decided to step into my business, from my corporate day job, that was when everybody really started to lay down the, I don't think you should do this. This isn't probably the right step for you. You know, you're, like your father went bankrupt. You shouldn't do this. Like you need the safety, like don't make the mistakes that he made. Um, you know, you, you like I had one guy at work tell me that I wasn't cut out for it. Um, I had a boss that I worked for that told me that because I was disorganized, I would never be successful. Um, and so I just had all these stories that were being laid onto me and laid on so thick. And when you're anyone will know when you're taking that step into your into your passion or into your purpose, you are incredibly vulnerable and you are incredibly scared you're just honestly terrified and you're you you back yourself enough to know that this could work but you're also like just like wanting to retreat back to the comfort of what's easy and what's been done before and so for me to have to ignore what everybody said and and I always say like I kind of turned down the volume and I just had to turn down the volume of those people and what that looked like and meant was um going to work and putting headphones in um, and, and not engaging, working on my laptop at lunchtimes at a different table. So I wasn't talking to the people who would potentially pollute my ears with negativity and doubt, not hanging out with my parents as much or because they were really, they, they were really conditioned to not, um, to not make me do this. They really did not want me to, to quit my job. And, or when I caught up with them to just direct conversations so that those topics never came up. Um, and I think that I really had to surround myself with people who were doing it. And so I joined networking groups and I saw women quitting their jobs all the time. And that made me really confident that this is actually something that I can do. Other women are doing this and I can do it too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, goosebumps. That's so powerful. It's, it's incredible when, um, you get to see somebody and witness people coming, coming into their own power and their own realization. That's why I love astrology so much because it's already there. Like this birth chart, you chose this birth chart when you came, it's already in your chart. So you have the ability and the capability to do it. It's like, it's the sole path of your life. And you definitely know when you're not on it, you can feel that. And then it's incredible when you feel that shift, even though you have all of that you know, that fear-based noise from your own brain, but then society around you, but that knowing in yourself, like, no, this is the path where I'm supposed to be heading. And when you back yourself and then the universe is kind of like, okay, cool. Now I'll meet you halfway. Now I'll flood in that abundance. I'll flood in that alignment because you have made the decision to head on to the right path. Yeah. And you do know when you're out of alignment with your chart, like I didn't know it was an an astrological thing. Like I didn't know that I was, you know, that that was the problem. But um, I think that, like now I'm so clear. I'm like, I was so far from the path and I was living a life that was just did not look or feel like at all what I was destined to look and feel like. And mm-hmm. so if you're just starting the journey of finding 
who you are and, and what, what you're meant to do in this world and what purpose you have. Like it's all written for you. It's all written for you already. Yep. In black and white, <laughs> just very easy, very easily accessible. It sounds um, too simple. I think that's why people doubt it. They're like, oh, it sounds too simple. You know, it's too easy. Like life is actually really simple and we, we tend to massively overcomplicate it in our heads. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes we want things to be more complicated than what they are because then, um, you know, then then we don't have to follow our dreams. If it's really complicated and really hard, then, oh, oh may as well not even try when um, you have people like yourself who from the outside, people would be like, oh, you know, she has it so easy. She's just lucky. She just started. But then they don't see the, all the behind the scenes work that you have done to come into that alignment for the universe to be like, yep, abundance. Here you go. Totally. Totally. Mm, I love that so much. Oh, I love that so much. In your personal birth chart, your North Node, which is your karmic path. I love working with the North Node so much at that point because it's the work that you're here to do, although it's not necessarily easy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, North Node. Thank yeah. you, North Node. But it's like, yeah, you're on that right track. And even though it's not necessarily easy because we usually restrict ourselves around it, once we walk down that path again, it's that universe meeting us halfway. So yours is in that house of Aquarius. I'm sorry, in that sign of Aquarius. Again, that beautiful community and connection and goals that you create. And it's in the sixth house. So something that I wanted to ask you about was how you radically showing up with creating these groups, with creating these communities, with following your aspirations, with following your goals, having these big pictures, how has this created space for you to start connecting with your physical health? Yeah, cool. So um, Courtney knows, but um, I had I had some real crazy health scares um, probably last year. And the reason that I had them was because I was overworking and I my fight or flight response was just constantly on and activated and I wasn't slowing down and I was fully celebrating and um, and so solely focused on the hustle that I wasn't taking time for self-care and I was showing up so much for everyone uh, and, and not showing up enough for myself and not setting those really firm boundaries. And so what community has allowed me to do um, in that space and, and, and creating those communities has been, it's allowed me to let others support each other so as a business coach, obviously people want access to my brain and they want access to the, the, to be coached by me. And with the amount of women that we have in our community, that's just not possible. There's no way that I could fit that in within a week plus run a business plus manage a team of, you know, 12 people. It's just not possible. And so by creating these communities, like we have little accountability groups, which means that, you know, instead of me having to hold you accountable, I get groups of women together who are like-minded to hold each other accountable. Um, we have a Facebook community. So if someone has a burning question, yes, I check it once or twice a day, but they might have answers from other women instantly far before they get answers from me. Um, by having, you know, our group coaching calls, it means that we're able to utilize not just my knowledge, which is really, you know, quite limited compared to other people's knowledge, you know, but the compared to the collective brain. You know, we have women like yourself who have so much vast experience, not only in business, um, but also in, in your you know, own self-care and your own self-development, your own corporate world as well. Um, so we bring all of those beautiful backgrounds together. And so when we're on these group coaching calls, yes, they, get, they might get an answer from me, but someone else has a completely different or more expertise in that, in that particular area that can then help. So what it's done is it's allowed me to breathe. Having community has allowed me to breathe. But more than that, what it's allowed me to do is to witness, I think, 
the power of supporting others to support others. So we've got coaches in our program who absolutely love showing up for, for our clients, for their own clients, for people within their world. And so I've given them a platform to be able to do more of what they love every single day. For a lot of the women who are in our coaching team, they've you know, had this opportunity to step down from their day jobs to work doing something they absolutely love um, within, our, within our container, within our space. So it's not only that, you know, by putting all these things in place, it's not only just servicing our community better because they have access to more minds and more expertise. Um, it's also just allowing me to be able to step back and go, A, look at what I've created. This is incredible. But B, I'm going to have a bath for two hours on a Thursday afternoon versus, you know, and, and slow the heck down because realistically I can't do it all. I, I just can't do it all. And the sooner that you realize whether that's in business or just in life and in your day job, and, you know, you might be um, at home right now listening to this with a corporate day job and, you know, um, a family or, or maybe not even like I was burning out before I had a, before I had, you know, any family in, in place that I needed to look after. If something is not servicing you, let your community hold you in that, you know, create a community of people who hire cleaners, hire people to create your food, like stop spending money on booze on weekends and actually put that as something that's actually going to help you fundamentally change your life and fundamentally create communities of people to support you so that you can live and, and be in your best self and in your best state all the time. That's, mm. that's kind of how I use community, I guess. Yes, I love that. It's so powerful. And because it's in the sixth house, obviously sixth house is connected to health. And I thank you so much for opening up and speaking on that. Um, but it's also daily routine, organization. It's Virgo energy. So it's that setting yourself up and being in service of yourself so that you can be in service of others. I love Virgo energy so much. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a Virgo son. Yeah, I was like, well, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love it because... There, there is such a deep lesson in it of being too far on one side, too far on the other. Because if you are in, in too much of service, often you'll turn into that martyr and you're like, I am putting everyone above myself, everybody else's needs above myself. And then, then when you're in that martyr energy, you're trying to get that validation like, oh, look at me. I am so self-sacrificing, like but running myself to the ground, putting everyone above my own, which doesn't feel nice. It's a very sticky energy. It doesn't feel good for the people that wear that we're putting that support on because they're like, I didn't realize that it came with all of this conditions yes. attached to it. Yes. Whereas if you're of service of yourself, nurturing yourself first, you're overflowing into your family, into your friends, into your community, into your clients. So they'll feel like they'll be open to receiving abundant energy with no conditions, with no attachments, because you'll be like, look, I have excess. This is for you. Absolutely. And like, that's what I love about you having taught me tarot is because, you know, I have little rituals now in the morning. And if I don't do them, it's 100% very obvious to myself and to my partner and to everyone else who witnesses me in that day. You know, the minute that I take five minutes and I'm not a big person who sits down for two hours with a ritual and you don't have to be like, it gets to be your way, which is the most beautiful thing. Um, my Aries energy does not allow for me to be spending hours and hours on end doing stuff. So um, short, sharp and fast. And so I pull a couple of cards in the morning. I journal on that for a couple of minutes. I might listen to a little meditation. And then I spend the first half of my morning doing things that don't require me to be connected to anybody else. You know, it's not my client work. It's not my staff. It's whatever I need to work on. It might be personal stuff. It might be business stuff. It might be growth and focus stuff. But by having that ritual in place, I, I get everything done that I need, that I fill my own cup first. And then for the rest of the day, I'm able to pour. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I won't see clients before 10 a.m. Yes. 
yeah. because I need that time. And again, I I don't have a long morning routine, morning ritual. It's very much a yep, connecting in, usually just pulling one card, sometimes more, having a look at what the astrology is for the day, connecting into that, what that means for myself um, and setting myself up and then being like, okay, I'm so ready to love on to support others now because it's coming from that place of overflow and not me rushing to appointment, like a session being like, oh, I'm exhausted or I don't feel like I can't be fully present and connected to the person on the other side of the screen or the desk. Totally, totally. It just allows you to get your stuff together, your head together, your heart together before you show up. I just, I am such a fan of a morning. So beautiful, so beautiful. Speaking of Virgo and loving on Virgo. um, Loving on Virgo is so hard. It's actually my most challenging house. It's your, um, but your moon is in Virgo in the first house. I just feel like I struggle with it so much. Do you know why? I run a story from those bosses that always told me I was disorganized. I have to, I find it so hard to reorganize my brain. I find it so hard to, to center in, but like having these rituals allows me to, to think forward and to think four, four or five steps ahead and to put those pieces in place. But I do find okay. it. Like I'm going to flip place. this narrative for you. Okay, good. Because if I could turn my screen around right now you would you would understand what it what it really a Virgo is. So Virgo is organized chaos. It's like you have like you know where everything is in your mind. You can put something down and someone can move it and you can be like they'd be like, why did you leave that out? And you're like, because I need it in two weeks time for this one thing. And it's like you have that specific thing where you'll know where everything is and what you need it for. And it makes sense to nobody else because it's just chaos to anybody else. But you're like, this is my process. It makes sense to me. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I leave the fridge door open all the time. And Tim's always like, why you leave the fridge open? I'm like, cause in a couple of minutes, I'm going to be finished with this. I'm going to put it back in. And he's like, just close the fridge. You yeah. know, no. it's a very minor example, but that plays out the way you do anything is the way you do everything, you know? So 100%. that's exactly how that plays out in my world all the time. 100%. And Virgos are also the hoarders as well. It's like, if I like something, all of it, like when I got into plants, my house became a jungle. Like every single room was full of indoor plants. And then when I got into crystals, there were crystals everywhere. And it's that, <laughs> like, it's that sort of like, yes, all of those things that really make me feel connected to, to myself, to that earthiness that mm. have that sense of filling me up. Yeah. I just want as me- as much of it as possible, which to other people, they're like chaotic. I love that. I have never experienced Virgo. I have never understood a Virgo in that manner. So I'm so glad we were able to have that chat. Yes, definitely. Because your moon is in the first house, which I love. You're such a hard on your sleeve person and you feel that and it's in Virgo. How do you balance working hard? You've touched on it a little bit today, but nurturing your emotional self. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what I've done is, I think I had to, for me, what it really was about was about granting myself permission to feel because for a long time, um, for a few years in between both businesses, when I was running both businesses, I had this, I stopped feeling things. I just stopped feeling like, you know, I had a friend who effectively dumped me and I remember being like, and just like, she was a lifelong friend, you know, I just remember just going, oh, okay, well, that's how it is, I guess. And just moving on, like there was no, there wasn't a tear shed. I, I remember, you know, my mom went to hospital for something and it was almost like, oh, what an inconvenience. You know, I, I just became this non-feeling. And I, before that, like before when I was working in my corporate job, I would cry on TV ads. 
you know, like I was like, I would see a puppy and I'd be crying or an old man and I'd cry, you know, like I was just, I was so all feeling and so connected so deeply to my emotional state. But the minute I got so busy, you're my, I told my mind or I, I, I conditioned my mind to not need to feel because that was just such a waste of space. And I had to do a lot of work with a life coach to come back from that because, and to really dive back into my feminine and to really dive back into giving myself permission to feel. And on those days where, and I think this comes up very clearly in my astrological chart, but like, you know, those days where I don't feel like doing something or the days where I don't want to do something or the day I, I absolutely should not be doing them. Like that's, you know, I absolutely should not be because the days where I'm lit up and things are amazing, like that infects others and that makes others, you know, thrive. But the days where I, I can't and I, and, I, and I don't feel like it and I don't want to, of course, in, at some level there's responsibility and you need to show up for that. But where I can move things, I will. Um, and it's really honouring that and, and not pushing through and not telling myself, oh, it's just a, you know, it's just a bad day. You'll be fine. Just get on with it. You know, don't, don't be a little bitch. Like all the things that I would usually have said to myself, it's very easy now for me to go, okay, I honor that you're not feeling this today. What can you move or what can be changed so that you can just honor, like be in this space and, and not feel like doing it. And also not comparing myself to anybody else was another huge thing. My partner is the most driven, ambitious, go-getter entrepreneur and he doesn't have off days. Like he just loves working or he just loves it. And he's driven and he's unemotional kind of by nature. Um, he doesn't really get like let his emotional side show. And I think I spent so long just emulating his excellence that I kind of lost my own version of what, like how, what I bring to my business and to my world. And so I think it was, it was really around a lot of self-work around, you know, comparison and, and really finding out who is Steph and how does she show up best and, it was her heart and soul that helped people to feel connected. So, you know, I can't not tap into that. That's part of the thing I absolutely need to tap into. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And there's that, I mean, that the difference as well is men with their hormones, they have a 24-day cycle. Women have a 28-day cycle with our hormones. So that comes into play as well. It's sort of like, why can they just like pick up and start again the next day? And why can't we? It's like, because oh, we're it's spread a lot further out. We have a lot more different stages as well. Um, oh, thank you for sharing on that. And I that. think like, yeah. I just, um, I think it's really important, like to answer your question, kind of how, how do I kind of do it? Like permission just to not do the shit if you don't feel like doing it. Like, honestly, that's the biggest thing. Like don't try, don't force yourself to show up. You know, if you've made a commitment, please show up and honor that commitment where you can. But for the most part, if you're like, oh, I have to work today or I have to do stuff on my business and you don't feel like it, like you're going to get nothing good done. So just honor what your heart, what your heart and soul needs that day is, is kind of my advice. Mm, thank you so so much what I love is your business's birth chart the moon is in the polar sign of Virgo which is Pisces <laughs> um for those of you You're that like, are listening yeah, I'm Pisces. wiggling for those of you who are listening and not watching on YouTube I'm a Pisces moon so that's why I'm like yeah wiggling. She's like yeah we're so good <laughs> Pisces you wish you're a Pisces moon well not, not really <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot over here. I love it. I love it. Um, but I love that because your business is always like really shining the light, you know, shining that light and that contention that if you are not listening to your intuition, if you are not 
allowing yourself to go into the depths of your emotion, to go into the depths of your sensitivity, sensitivity in how you show up because it's in your 10th house of business. So it's like the public image of the business. If you're not showing that sensitivity, then your business is like, we are out of alignment. If you're so focused on like the hard work and the organization of Virgo, and not the like, what's the higher purpose here? What's the soul purpose? What's the spiritual depths underneath why I'm showing up? Why I'm sh- talking to the public about this? Then your business is like, mm, doesn't work for me. 100%. I think it's the number one thing that I see business owners do on repeat is show up for their businesses because, you know, they start from passion, then they need money, of course. Um, and then when they start making money, they lose themselves to money. And they lose this ability. I really think it's just part of the success cycle for, for so many entrepreneurs. You start making the money and then everything's about the money and then it's about the lifestyle and then maintaining that. And then, you know, there's huge identity stuff that goes on throughout that process. And I think that coming back to and realizing that no matter how big you build your brand, no matter how big you build your business, no matter how much money you're earning, no matter how much, you know, cool stuff, you might have the office, the house, the cars, the whatever. If you're not living in alignment with your soul purpose and if it doesn't feel good on the inside, it doesn't matter how much success I've got, my little inverted commas up, success you have, it doesn't It doesn't matter, you know, because it doesn't feel good. And I see that every day. I see that every day with business owners that are huge successful, you know, 30, 50, $60,000 launches on their programs that, you know, they never thought they could do it. And then, you know, they work really hard and then it's all about the money. It's all about delivering. It's all about all that. And then, it, you know, a couple of months down the track, they're like, I feel empty. And that's because the sole purpose isn't being fed. It's not being nurtured. The sensitivities aren't being nurtured. That that heart space isn't being nurtured. You know, you, you started doing what everyone else is doing and, and not focusing on what you need to do and what your point of differences in this world and I think that's where you've really helped me Courtney because you've helped me to come you know full circle on what is like your purpose here and and what is your life mission here and what is your legacy here and those sorts of words that previous step was just like I just want to get rich you know but that wasn't that when we got there when we when we got hashtag rich it didn't feel good and it didn't feel anything like what I thought it might feel like and so that that reconnection back to what you've been put here for is so important yes oh thank you so much and thank you for those beautiful words i'm all about like legacy and soul purpose and i'm like mate let's go bigger with this let's go bigger there's always the opportunity to go bigger um and a society they're like bigger means means more wealth and Mm. i'm like but there's so much more to going bigger i'm like yeah but how many lives can you change yeah by the people that you're connecting with. Like I always tell my clients, I'm like, I want you to have a goal for humanity. Mm. That's the first goal you said. It's like, what's the goal for humanity? And then what's the ne- what's the next goal and how do we build up? Um, yeah, because by money- you like helping that one person, how is that working towards your like larger goal for humanity? Totally. And the money that you earn is only best used by putting back into your sole purpose. Like, you know, after your expenses are paid and your your costs are covered, like for most people, that's like 60K, you know? Like you can, most people are living in a day job and they're fine and they're earning 60K and everything's all good. And so that's all you really need to have like a, you know, you want to have an abundant, well, cool, 100K a year, perfect. You're pretty abundant at 100K per year, you know? Everything above that, like you should just be like, for me personally, it's and kind of what you said, like how can we channel that back into serving community to making huge, great, you know, humanity level changes in, in, in lifestyle and, and really leaving that legacy behind of this is the change that she made. And this is the, these are the things that she did. And I think that's so, 
I get goosebumps when I think about it. Mm, Thank you for helping women to do that. Right back at you, my love. Right back at you. Um, so a little tip before we go forward into some soul tarot, what would be to for you to pass on to somebody who is like they have that idea, they have that spark, they have that passion and they need to um, get other people's voices out of their head and just take that dive, take that jump, what would be your tip to them? Um, level up your circle. And I'm not saying you have to delete all your friends. I'm not saying you don't. You have to be alone. That's ex- that's the opposite of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, find a community or find people who are already doing, who are already taking the steps that you take. Like you would have heard the saying, and I'll say it again because sometimes it just doesn't make sense until you've done it. But you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with, and if those people aren't lighting you the heck up, it's time to get a new circle. And so my advice is like, before I was able to quit my job, I had to witness other women quitting their jobs to do what they wanted to do, to do their sole purpose. I had to find a place where that felt normal and where that felt expected (laughs) so that I could feel confident enough to do it, you know? Um, I had to see it. I had to prove. And we all have different convincer strategies. You know, there are different ways that we all feel convinced of things. And for me, I had to see it to believe it, right? And that's 85% of people need to see to believe. And for you, in order for you to see it, like people are going to tell you and maybe you feel it, but sometimes you need to see it to believe it. And so what I would say is, find a community, find people, reach out, ask for coffee, like ask to hang out with people, make new connections. And I know that's terrifying, but I promise you that's the first step to an even more terrifying move later down the track. And that more terrifying move is going to feel less terrifying when you have those people in your corner. Mm, That is so true. Thank you so much. I love that. And that was sort of how our friendship mate is like, we met when you had your previous job and I was like, I like her. I'm going to keep her. Yeah, totally. I and I'm just going to message her and be like, let's let's go out. Let's catch up. Let's be friends. Totally. Yeah, let's be friends. Legit. And I remember just meeting Courtney and, and of, yeah, our first meeting was hilarious because I was crying. I think Courtney has an effect on people, actually, um, but in a good way, in a, in a self-realization kind of way. And um, I remember just being like, oh, I need more of this person's energy and you know, we were from very different paths. And, and I think like just being able to reach out and be like, yeah, let's go for coffee. Let's hang out. Like, you know what, I could definitely use more of her energy in my world. Um, And, and to be able to surround yourself with people who are, who make you feel good, make you feel good. You know, who talk about goals and dreams and life and big things, not just bitching and people and who slept with who at the printing machine, you know, like, it's just not relevant. It's not helpful. It's not leveling you up. Yes. It's that, um, three of pentacles energy, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are doing what they're meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's that you're on that, that same path as a sense you're both following what you're meant to be doing, but they're not doing what you're meant to be doing and your careers may look completely different, but because they're on that soul path and they're invigorated by life and they have that bigger picture of what abundance looks like and what they want to do with it in the world, like surrounding yourself with that, you're like, oh, I feel good and I feel so supported and I feel like I can launch or birth anything. Yes. It becomes possible. Everything becomes possible when you see other people doing it, you know? So just get in and around those people. Yes, 100%. 100%. So with Soul Tarot, um, for yourself, the two cards that you're working with this year are the Devil 
and the lovers. I was very excited when I gave you this reading at the start of the year. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> devastated. I was like, the devil? What do you mean? I don't want the devil. <laughs> no one wants the devil. And then I, 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 I didn't know what it meant, but immediately I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not ready for the devil. Last year was the fool and he was fun. Bring back the fool. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we got we got there because it's about you um, really noticing where you're getting in your own way. Yes. All those ways that you pull yourself into contraction, all the ways that you pull yourself into the restriction, all the ways that you self-sabotage or, you know, that that noisiness of the brain that tries to keep you small. And the devil is the, it's just that sign from the universe that you're doing the work. You're being pulled in contraction for a reason so that you can really build up those tools and work out what's working, what's not working so that you can expand, so that you can take it to that next level. And having it connect to the lovers, it's like you're just going even deeper into that relationship with yourself. Yes. And by yeah. going deeper into that relationship with yourself, you're able to go deeper into that relationship with your fiancé, with every one-on-one relationship that you have in your life, with your clients. Yeah. And it's been so apparent. Like, what are we, how far are we in now? Six months? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's since your birthday. Oh, so, like, yeah. a couple since of your months. birthday. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, it's been about three months. And so, I've definitely seen it already starting to like play out. And I think even before my birthday, maybe I was, you know, intuitively kind of seeing it and feeling it come through. Um, but yeah, I, this year was, it, it's been a big focus on how do I look inward and, you know, change the things that no longer feel great. And by by spending that time honoring more of myself and more of my own self-care, my own ritual, my own, um, you know, learning to love the parts of me that maybe I don't love as or haven't loved as much over the years, um, I've my my relationship has deepened even in the last few months, you know, my relationship with my, my fiancé, my relationship with my family, you know, everything is starting to heal itself um, or, or to, you know, to even amplify, which is so amazing. Mm, I love that. And then for your business, the lessons that your business is going through until um, your business's birthday in October is death and the emperor. Mm, yes. Death and the devil. We death. love it. We're on. But death is such we a good part. I remember oh, the first time. I remember the first time we did tarot and I think like death came up and I was like, oh, God, no one wants the death card. Death is the best card. Death's the best Like, I love it. I love it yeah yeah whenever I teach tarot now I'm like oh my gosh this is my favorite card and everyone's like you your favorite cards seem to be like all of the really intense ones and I'm like yeah because I'm all about like growing that's <laughs> where the self-work is funny yeah. Yeah. I'm like I don't want to be I don't want to we were speaking about this previously I'm like I don't feel like I'm ever outside of my comfort zone because I'm I'm so comfortable not being in my comfort zone yeah, I was trying to coach Courtney a couple of weeks ago and I was like, she was like, yeah, I, I always feel like pretty comfortable. And I'm like, I actually don't think that's because you stay in your comfort zone. I think that's just because you're really comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm always working with like the devil in the tower and, <laughs> and all oh. the sorts. Well, and all the swords, yeah. All, all the, the swords. swords. Um, but for this, it's just that change in, the, in your business, that fresh energy, that universe being like, yeah, it, it's time to change it up constantly. Mm. let's go from that winter to, to spring and emperor Aries energy. So it's like, how are we claiming our space? How are we shining the light and not 
um, fearing for, for being too bright or taking up too much space because you because your business is like, no, this is how we permission others to do the same. Totally, totally. And that's had to come up so much because, you know, hiring and outsourcing teams to work with your clients is terrifying because, you know, people do, well, you believe, you believe that people only want to work with you. And it's something that we tell ourselves and it's really beautiful and it's a really wonderful story. And um, it allows our ego to feel really fresh and charmed. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, of course people want access to you, but being able to grow my team has allowed me to better service my clients. It's allowed me to better service myself so I can better service my clients. Everything comes back to being able to better service my clients. And the only way that I could show up for them is by teaching them that, I can't just teach them to hire teams and not, you know, not step into that. I can't just teach them to tell their clients that it's okay to, to work with their teams and, and not step into that myself and sit in fear of that myself. So um, something that I've really worked with and, and, and tell people all the time is like, yeah, you might not get to coach with me one-on-one, but I've created a process just like I'm going to teach you to create processes so that we can elicit results regardless of who you're working with in our team, you know? So it's that ability to really step into and, and be the leader in that space. Um, even though it's really, really, really uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I always say that the death card is the invitation from the universe. It's the invitation to change. It's the invitation to come back into alignment, to be in the soul path. Um, and we, we don't have to choose it. You don't have to choose to to be uncomfortable to grow. Um, it may cause some issues down the track. You may not expand to where you want to, but you can keep in that safe zone if you wish. Yeah, totally. The death card has been very real too. Like we've had a lot of change. So um, mm. it's been amazing. A lot of, and I think a lot of death to old ways of doing things and to the way it's always been done. There's been a lot of like, there's been a lot of rebirth in that space. So yeah, mm. I think I've definitely seen that play out. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for everything, all your wisdom, your goodness, your heart that you've shared today. I'm endlessly grateful for you and the magic and the light you share to the world. I would just love if people love hearing from you today, as I'm sure they did, how can they connect with you further? Oh, thanks. No, Courtney, honestly, super humbled to be on and honoured to be on here and um, love being in your presence whenever I can, um, which is not often enough. Uh, and if you want to connect with me, so my name is Steph Gorton and um, the best place is on DM in Instagram, honestly. Um, I pretty much live in there. I love it. It's my favourite platform by a 10-ton mile. Um, so you can find me at Steph Gorton underscore underscore. Um, and please just, like, dive in. If you have a question, I'll voice drop you, sis. We can have a full conversation about it. Like, I'm so down for convos in my DMs. I just feel like it's such a safe place little place to be able to connect with people um but of course you can check me out on my website which is www.stephgordon.com um but that's just like that feels like a business card you know the website feels like a business card i'm like come come have a talk with me come talk to me come have a chat with me and my dms we're gonna have way way better combos than you're gonna have reading my reading my website oh my gosh i'm exactly the same i'm the same i live on my voice notes like i'm always just chatting connecting with people and then my business my website i'm like yeah it exists and it gets serviced but i'm sort of like you can go look at it if you want to but it's like, pretty <laughs> yeah but if you really want to hang out like come talk to me <laughs> yeah, definitely thank you so much for your time today my love so grateful thank for you thank you so much